Okay. Good morning. How are you? Good. Am I staticky? Uh, you started off staticky, but now you're clear. It's okay. Yeah. All right. Let me know if it changes. Why don't you just put it into the other port and see what I happens? I did. I I used I used the one that I used that worked last time. Okay. So hopefully it continues to work okay. Yeah. So it's just us today. I recruited an <laughs> army, and uh... <laughs> and the only people that show up are the ones that that usually show up. that usually show up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny too. I'm like, oh my god, you <laughs> got a yeah. like like an army. But... Why 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 do you try swapping to the other port? Because you're All starting right. to yeah. I think you just off to alternate. Okay, hang on. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, that's better. But what is going on with this thing? I don't know, but it's almost like it doesn't like to start up in what in the mic port or something, and then when you switch it, it sounds no, so okay. much clearer. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm glad we were able to um to get together today, anyhow. Yeah, uh, you didn't get to go to your wine festival. What happened there? You know what? Um, we're we're just we're just gonna stay home. We went up to Canada with the kids. Yeah. Um, on Wednesday, and you know, I mean, that's all expensive and stuff. We wouldn't want to spend too much money anyhow. And and this didn't factor in our decision because we didn't know until this morning. But it's we're getting lots of rain today anyhow, so it would have been all outdoors. So that would have been no fun. Oh, you'd have been wet. Yeah, I've been soaked. Getting yes. thunderstorms today. <laughs> <laughs> so this worked out okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Glad yeah. to hear it. I saw yeah, that you watched you uh, the ghost movie. Oh my god, that was good. Yeah, Did you like it, it was. Yeah, well, I, I'm a. I wanted to watch it when it was at the theater because it's me too. Anna yeah. Taylor Joy, I, I love her, but. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was really good. I, I didn't. I guess the previews didn't like spoil anything because I didn't know what it was, and mm -mm. it was a lot different than I thought it would be. Me too. The the for, and I was being kind of facetious and on, on my tweet when I said you know maybe not a horror because it, you're right it is, um, but like that whole first hour, it's like yeah you know she's you know, experiences other things, but nothing scary. I, I think I, at all. Well, I, I think it's scary. It's like the sixth sense, right? I mean, she has this knack ability to see dead people. But only like, it, it wasn't as immediate. I mean, it, it was a dead it mother. Yeah. I mean, but, that, but, you don't find that creepy. You No. You, if you could start seeing dead people, you'd be, ah, oh, cool, man. This is a romance comedy. Well, I guess it, I guess in <laughs> real life, but like it wasn't portrayed as mm, uh, like, like evil or anything like that when it was happening. Stacy was reading; she wasn't really watching, but whatever. An hour into it, forty-five minutes into it, she's like, "Is is this a horror movie?" I go, "Yeah, it is." But um, I, I mean, it was it, it was just I thought it was just so well done, yeah. and they did such a good job with it. Um. 
you know, uh, the ending was the, great. The, the twist, the twist really is good. pretty awesome because you don't see that coming. You know, I didn't see it coming, and but they yet, if you look back from the beginning when she first like moves to that, um, to the to the house, to that apartment, like there's little hints and stuff that, like the that the landlady says, and you don't really think anything of it really. But um, I guess I so, didn't pay you know, attention to what you're she like, said. Oh, of, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I don't know if you remember, but she said, yeah, during the during the summer you have to block up all the all the um uh, whatever all the uh, the out uh, not outlets, but like the the plugs for the, like the bathtub and stuff like that. It's like because you know the smell rises and stuff. Well, now you know why there's such a bad smell. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? It's like a lot of different stuff. It, it, yeah. Like, it was pretty cool. And it was interesting, too, because, like, it, she wasn't, like, you, you were sympathetic to the to the old woman, right? I mean, yeah. no, it wasn't like, it was, it was just, it was, it was sad, really, that that, she had, she came to London with this dream and. I was sympathetic for her. And then yeah. it, it became like, wow, she's something. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It it, it was almost two hours, which going into it, I'm like, oh, that's you know, that's uh, it's a pretty lengthy um for for any type of a horror movie. But it was uh, I mean, the time just flew by. I I yeah. and I watched it late too, and sometimes I get sleepy. Yeah. I didn't get sleepy at all. I was I was glued to the screen. Yeah, I watched another horror movie last night called Fresh. Fresh. That, that was insane. Yeah. Is that a newer one too, or no? Uh, it's 2022 on okay. Hulu. On Hulu. Uh huh. It stars uh, Sebastian Stan, the guy who plays Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Do Do you enjoy it? Yeah, I don't want to say anything because if you say anything <laughs> about it, it spoils the like what what it is. Okay. But it's kind of like a, it uh, it's kind of like a dating horror movie, I guess you could say it is. Oh, there's a the one girl in it, uh, not the star, but one of the girls in it is from Kim's Convenience, which me and Stacy love. It's a, a Canadian comedy. Oh, she's show. the yeah, she's the main Asian. character. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the um the Korean girl. Oh no, she's very very uh, small part. Okay. Yeah, yeah she's, she's the one. It's, it's... She's a very small part in it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it didn't look like she was the star. She's in it, but she's. <sighs> I don't want to say anything. <laughs> That's fine. She's That's a, fine. she's a, in it for a lot, but you don't see her. You you hear her Hold voice. On. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah, well, it'll uh, it'll surprise yeah. you. I kind of got spoiled because. I was chatting with another person, and I said I, I I was trying to get a horror recommendation on Hulu, and uh, she said I don't have Hulu, but I think you should watch this, this, and that. And I said, well, I think we're gonna watch this because it sounds interesting. And she said, oh, that's the blah 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 movie. And I'm like, wow, I didn't get that <laughs> from reading <laughs> from reading the synopsis. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so uh 
what else has been going on over the past couple of weeks? Anything fun? Uh, not really. It's been no. a lot of work and all fun and no, no. What is it? Uh, the shining uh, statement. Yeah, all fun all... and no play. Yeah, is, makes is it... Jack. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> makes Mike a, a dull boy. Repeated over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, we we went up to um Canada on, on Wednesday. Uh, they have this street where it's like all like fun houses, haunted, you know, those haunted houses, wax museums, stuff like that. Um, so we went up there with the kids and went to a few of them. There's a Ripley's Believe It or Not museum, so we went to that. Yeah, one. they've had they have that in several places because we went to the same museum in Baltimore and then I think we've been to the same museum in um, Arizona so oh yeah yeah they had that big tall and it, it's very similar you know that yeah. big tall statue of the tallest man tallest man and, yeah and that that definitely that the heaviest dude or whatever that you could put <laughs> your head head in there yeah yeah and then they had the tattoo guy, like the guy that had like the most tattoos, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it a lot fun. of fun. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, and we and we went to uh, like miniature golf. We did miniature golf. It was it was just a it was just a fun day, you know. Uh, still, it still gets pricey when you're going to a lot of that stuff, but especially nowadays. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool deal. Yeah. So that's about all we've um we've done in the past little bit you know yeah I've been uh trying to yeah well trying to stay... i tried i try to recruit two new people because of dc everything else because uh joe sounds like he could join us in a couple weeks but he's like on family vacation yes kirk sounds like this is a bad time for him just in general and i i don't know if that's true for every sunday but yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we record at night, but that's rare. Um, yeah, I don't is... know um, if if yeah if it's uh, maybe a situation where on Sundays is always or Sunday mornings, you know, like could be church the family day go to church. Him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, not sure. But yeah, Joe definitely <laughs> seemed like he'd be. Um, I mean, Kirk sounded excited about it, but yeah, I don't know if the timing's good. But um, yeah, it sounds like Joe should be able to. To join in a couple weeks, and it gives good. him more flexibility if he wants to talk like uh, uh, Sergeant Fury. He can <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> do anything. <laughs> yeah, you can play in any wheelhouse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, what do you want to talk about today? Um, you want me to to pull out my first pick? Yeah, go ahead. We'll get right to it. It's gonna be a it's a it's gonna be a marvelous Sunday. Oh wow! I have one marvel. Okay. Um, I got kind of a theme, a, kind of a, a general theme going too with my with my picks. So the first one is uh, Marvel Two and One Number Forty One, and it is the thing in Brother Voodoo. Ah. The offbeat excitement in a mystical Marvel manner. So, uh... <clears throat> Mr. Drum. 
Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Jericho. Jericho. Yeah, Jericho. Well, he's got the brother too, right? Yeah, um, Daniel is his Daniel. ghost guy. Um, so this one is by David Kraft, and um, the artists are Ron Wilson and Pablo Marcos. What led you to this thing? Um, this was actually the third, the last of the ones that I picked. I picked one um, that I'll I'll save. I'll tell you it once I get to it. Um, that just looked like, oh, I feel like reading this. And I started looking at other ones. I'm like, oh, I'm going to kind of form a little like mystical theme going on for these three. So is this, uh, was this um, something you picked out of the box that you bought yeah. and never read before? Yes. It... yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. As a matter of fact, this one and another, actually maybe all three, I think all three are from when Chris Ivey was getting rid of a lot of his comics. Oh yeah, yeah, and and uh, so you know, basically, it like that almost a short box of of comics that yeah he ended up um, uh, giving to me. So I think all three of these are. Well, that's fun. kind. Yeah, wasn't that there, nice? There you go. Yeah. So uh, I think this might pick up a little bit from the previous one, but it, it, it stands alone anyhow, um, because the thing. Um, shows up uh, at uh, a place that Black Panther had been staying. And uh, apparently they had they had uh, taken care of some business the night before. And so he walks in and uh, T'Challa is nowhere to be found. And instead he sees <clears throat> this, uh, this stranger who turns out it's brother Voodoo, but he's not familiar with him. And uh, Voodoo disappears in a puff of smoke and then reappears just to show his powers. And says, "Listen, we're you're on the same side here. Um, there's a list of uh, ten prominent um, black people, black Americans, that have been um, uh, have have disappeared. They've they've all disappeared. Uh, and there's only one one on the on the list uh, left. And here, as a matter of fact, Black Panther's on the list, and now he's gone too. There's this last person called Mrs. Marley." Um, we gotta, we gotta, um, find her, uh, quickly. And, um, she's got, uh, she's got her own private airstrip, apparently a wealthy woman. And so we got to get down there. So then it cuts to this airstrip and you see, she's already been captured, <clears throat> captured by this, um, this man, uh, uh, if I can remember his name, here it is, Dr. Obatu. And um, he is, he's kidnapped all 10 of these people, including Black Panther. And he's um, sending them, they're all in chains. He's sending them onto a plane. And he has, um, as, as a helper, he has this very strong um, African vampire who's, I don't know if vampires have souls or not, but apparently this one did that they actually removed the soul, which turned it into a zombie. Um, so he has total power over this vampire, um, this Dr. Obatu. Um, and so he's kind of using this, this powerful um, creature against the ton. And uh, so anyhow, um, they, uh, Brother Voodoo and Thing find out that Miss Marley has been taken as well. They talk, um, they, they go to the consulate 
um, to see if anyone's got any leads on any of these Americans. And this little boy apparently had seen um, a monster, uh, referring to the vampire uh, zombie, um, take uh, so, take one of the uh, prominent people, and um, they say, "Okay, we got to get we got to get out to the to the airport quick." So they go to the um, go to the air, airport, and you know what's funny is that. You remember, like, um, so they're still calling the zombies here in this the Zuvembi, Zuvembi. You know what I'm talking about? Like, they in Marvel, they they wouldn't say zombie. Why? It was part of their comics code that they changed. Oh, was this prior to? uh, I thought they could do. I thought they couldn't (laughs) do the. I thought they couldn't do the undead for a while, and that's why you didn't have a Dracula book. Yeah, and, and, and you, you didn't know, have they, Werewolf by yeah, Night, yeah. but <laughs> this is so. This is at, well after this because this is 1978. I mean, Tomb of Dracula, I'm, I'm sure had already. Been yeah, I thought they, I thought, thought they could do right. zombies, but there were still things. Zuvembi, even though they've said they came right out and said. How do they spell? Nights. How do they spell it? Z u v e m b i e. Z u v e m v e m. Yeah, M is a Mary. B as in boy, I E. Okay, because I think Zuvembi. this is more of a term. This is not. Yeah, I yeah, thought I it was think... a horrible thing. I think I it's just a. Uh... It's a no. It's like it can't. It was derived by Robert E. Howard. So. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So um, they get. But there it might be a the... mar. It might be a Marvel thing. Uh, I don't know. Weird Tales in 1938. In the 1970s, Marvel used it. So Robert E. Howard came up with it. And then in the 70s, used it in the term of place of zombie, which had been banned. Okay, there you go. You're right. Yeah. I just don't, I don't understand how you could have vampires. Right. I thought, I thought the Comics Code Authority banned the undead. And I thought thought after, I thought that's, when the thing sort of lifted, they came out with Tomb of Dracula and right. all their monster books. Right. The Living that, Mummy. That, that was that was my understanding as well. I mean, for goodness sake, you know, they, they're having trouble saying this yet. You know, like the literal son of Satan was in, you know, <laughs> comics yeah. before that. <laughs> And that was okay, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, I, I just don't understand how, how a term, like <clears throat> if how a word... If you just replace it with something else like this, mm-hmm. it it's still the undead. I mean, it's, it's still silly, isn't it? it's still a zombie. <laughs> yeah, it, well, I mean, that just shows. I mean, this was obviously a long time ago, but so you have these people at <laughs> the comics. Was, the comics. Co- yeah, I would if I well, let's say it was my rule, right? I would say this is a zombie. That's bullshit. I'm not gonna stamp it. Right. That, that's what I would do because it's my job, right? I right, mean, it's right. my job as a a censor to say I can't have any zombies. You're trying to cheat the code is what you're trying to do. <laughs> exactly. This, I mean, they, they, he, they go into it, the whole thing about how he's like, you know, actually like stealing souls and raising, you know, and, and, and taking these husks of bodies and using them as his slaves and stuff. You, you know what I mean? It's got the whole thing. So. Uh, you know, well, well this is crazy. Is. Well, wasn't it, it? It's not in. It wasn't until 1989 
that that changed. That Marvel started. Yeah, Marvel started using zombie again. Wow. So Marvel wow. was using this <clears throat> term forever. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I thought I it. Did. I thought I it was either. for a short period of time. I certainly didn't. And, think and it I know they had uh, the they had uh, the the zombie comic book. Mm-hmm. But that was a uh, magazine. magazine right? yeah. yeah. That's how they got oh, Simon um, Garth. Yeah. Yeah, they they avoided that with a magazine, but still, that's weird, right? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, but anyhow, so uh, the two get there, and the plane's already taking off, so. Thing being a little impulsive, he grabs like the, the the gate and rolls it up into a big ball, about to throw it at the plane. And Brother Voodoo's like, "Uh, thing, no, 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 let's not do that." Like the ten kidnapped victims are most likely on the plane. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, I wasn't thinking." He's like, "You're probably right." So, um, anyhow, they land in in Uganda. And uh, he meets up with uh, a local well, a witch doctor um, named uh, Tsulu, or no, Wissuli, Wissuli. And um, they get into a long um, kind of a, a memory of how they got together and stuff like that. And basically, um, the, this doctor, Yubatu, or Obatu, um, got in. Um, trouble with uh, the dictator of uh, Uganda, Idi Amin, and he uh, was actually um, he basically barely escaped with his life, um, but now he wants to get back in his good graces, so by capturing these 10 prominent Americans, uh, well, I guess nine, because Black Panther's not American, but you know what I mean, um, he hopes to get back in Idi Amin's good graces uh, because they'll he basically he's going to turn them all into zombies. And so their souls will be gone, but he'll be able to uh, take advantage of their actual skills, their, their um, all the things that they know and so forth. <clears throat> so they start packing them up um, into a, into a cart and they're taking them to uh, Idi Amin. And you actually see uh the famous dictator, even in this book. And, you know, he, like I said, he's listed, he's actually mentioned by name and everything of it. He's the meanest mass murderer since Hitler. Um, so I thought it was interesting that they're use, using a real life person in a real life country rather than making up any of that stuff. But I guess, you know, he was so reviled that, that, that nobody was really worried about offending um, the, either the country or the dictator at the time. Um, so they, uh, track, uh, thing and brother Rudo track, um, the plane and they, uh, fly to Uganda as well. Uh, EDM Amin sees that, the, that there's a plane overhead and it's not one of theirs. So he orders, um, his missiles to shoot it down. Um, thing tries to do some fast maneuvering, but it does get hit. Uh, the plane does get hit, um, some shrapnel hits Brother Voodoo in the head and knocks him out. And so Thing is trying to pilot the plane. First thinks to, to jump out, but um, they neither one of them were in a parachute, and there's no time to actually put one on Brother Voodoo, being that he's unconscious. So Thing basically pulls with all his might to keep the plane from 
um, nose diving right into the ground, and the one um, uh, the one uh, wing out his side of of the cockpit is starting to rip off. So with a one, so he smashes through the window with one hand. He's holding <clears throat> the the we uh, what do you call it? Not the steering wheel, but what I don't know what you call it. The the um whatever. However you 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 know when you pull back on it, so it, so it doesn't crash. And with the other hand, he's like holding onto this this wing to keep it from flying off. And he does it good enough that it's not a complete nosedive, although um, there still is a crash and an explosion. But um, Edeman's um, military are looking by binoculars and they see Thing um, carrying Brother Voodoo in his arms away from the crash, so they've survived. And um, uh, Thing puts Brother Voodoo down. And he keeps marching towards the uh, military installation, and uh, thing breaks right in, <clears throat> and he starts um, fighting off uh, everyone. And Brother Voodoo uh, comes to, and he uh, tells um, the thing to smash this urn. And uh, things like, "What are you talking about?" Now, at this point, Idiomen has. T'Challa up in a balcony next to him and saying, if you don't um, surrender, I'm going to push T'Challa to his death. And T'Challa's just standing there like, you know, and what Thing doesn't know, but we do, is that they've, they have um, uh, performed the ritual to remove all of their souls. And so um, at this point, uh, T'Challa is just a husk of a zombie. So he's just standing there and and Brother Voodoo's like, no, 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 you got to you you got to break this um you have to break this urn because he knows that all of their souls are housed in this urn from this from this ceremony so <clears throat> what um he doesn't have time to explain the whole thing to the to the thing so what he does is he summons because he's so uh, he's still so weak from the crash he summons the spirit of his brother Daniel to possess um Ben Grimm and so he does and a split second later, um, Daniel inhabiting um, the thing's body smashes the urn just as uh, Idiomen, um, or I'm sorry, it wasn't Idiomen, it was Obatu that had him as a hostage. Idiomen was inside the facility. Um, just as Obatu threw uh, Black Panther off the balcony, his spirit is, is re, uh, reunited with his body and um, T'Challa does what, you know, uh, the, the superb athlete that he is, he manages to grab um, the flagpole and and use it as a sp uh, spring, and uh, he, he lands he lands perfectly. <clears throat> All the other um, people people's souls goes back in the body, including the uh, the zombie vampire. So, as you can imagine, this powerful vampire is not very happy that he had been um, reduced to a slave for. Um, Ubatu and this witch doctor. So if the witch doctor happens to be right next to the vampire and he immediately snaps his neck, um, Thing tries to go after the uh, vampire, but he quickly turns into a bat, flies up onto the balcony, and um, kind of pushes Ubatu off the balcony where he falls to his death. And uh, that's basically the end. The Thing, um, Black Panther, and Brother Voodoo gather up the rest of the folks. And um, and 
get them back onto a plane to America. Um, they know that at this point, yeah, Idi Amin is not not nearly a powerful enough, and or is this country to um, overtly go against both the United States and Wakanda. So um, that you know, he's just now back in his in his palace, pretending that he didn't know any of this was even happening. So he doesn't um, actually get in trouble by those other countries. And so, uh, yeah, they saved the day. It was, um, and that was it. So it was pretty good. Uh, I, I, like I said, I thought it was interesting that they had a real, an actual country in it and stuff instead of making up like just a generic country like they, they often will. But that was a good one. Yeah, it's, it was, it's interesting. I, I mean, while you were talking about that, I wanted to understand this, this zombie term. (laughs) (laughs) What did you learn? Uh, (laughs) In 1971, uh, because of the literary works of like Frankenstein, Dracula and the mummy and all this stuff, they allowed those terms. So they updated the code uh, because of Wait, what year? 1971. That's why we okay. had tomb of Dracula, tomb of Dracula. werewolf okay. by yep. night, the living mummy, Frankenstein. You could do all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then it says zombies lacking the, requisite literary background remain taboo so they didn't remove zombies <laughs> so that's how they had to use that zuvembis or whatever you want to call them but why was it still taboo because they they lifted it based on literary work so they beca- like because of edgar Allan poe saka colin doyle uh-huh. uh Dracula, Frankenstein, all that literary stuff backing that was allowed at kids' libraries. They were like, oh, we should allow... Yeah, it's literature. We should allow this material. But the zombies didn't have anything, you know? (laughs) No. So they they kept it like that. And that explains why in this book, in the time frame, they use that term. That's interesting. So, so like they, and I was just confused because of the, the time period and the vampires and stuff. Because I knew they were outlawed originally, and then I was like, okay, I thought that was lifted. So why was zombie not lifted? That's where I got confused. Yeah. Yeah. You know that I think that's very interesting that like, they said okay, we're okay with all this other stuff because it came from European literature. Yeah. We're not going to allow zombies that came from, like, you know, Haitian, like, folklore and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But, oh, well, I I, I was very curious. That's interesting. Yeah, because uh, you're you're starting off in the Marvel. I might as well get my uh, Marvel um, book. I, I just randomly went into my old boxes that i had upstairs and pick some stuff and i had no rhyme or reason other than that looks kind of cool um mm-hmm. <laughs> but i i picked x-force 37 which has this strange character um with spikes on his back uh strangling cannonball and punching boom boom on the cover <laughs> and i was like oh what am i getting myself into here this character is given a name, and it's very unusual. And um, I'm trying to find it again, and I can't find it. 
but um, the this has to do with some backstory of N. Sabanur. You know what that is? That's Apocalypse. Yeah, that's Apocalypse. <laughs> so it gives it, it opens up with Apocalypse's back some of his backstory and how he betrayed one of his the guys that uh was gonna team up with him. He pretty much stabbed him in the back and uh killed him. And it this deals with some like uh, people that can't die that are mutants like Gideon, uh, a couple of them. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to get the help from Cannonball because he's also immortal. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he's, he happens to be there with boom, boom. So Gideon and his crew and this one guy, which I am having trouble finding his name. It's a very unattractive name, like something that you can't remember. (laughs) Um, what is it? Ab Abelsums. That's what his name is. A B S A L O M. But anyway, this guy is immortal too. Um, he seems to have stuff like Morrow. Like I don't know. He his you know spikes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Dead bone come out of his whole skin like a porcupine and uh he has the legacy virus because at this time the legacy virus is killing an immortal which is very strange i don't remember the legacy virus being able to take down an immortal but in this case it is and they're asking for for cannonball's help i don't know why they think he can help him but it gives this guy's backstory and this guy was a bad guy (laughs) in the 1800s like in the cowboy days and he didn't even know he was a mutant, um, except they were going to hang him. They And they dropped the the noose and everything, and he was hanging. And then his powers manifested himself and kind of cut him loose. And then everybody sort of, all the cowboys there is like, how did this guy cut loose? And what's all that stuff? And they all pulled out their guns and shot him all to hell. And that's how he found, found out he was immortal. <laughs> But they're seeking they're seeking his help. There's a little interlude there with uh Domino and uh Cable. She's in a hot tub and they're talking about moving the team and their base of operations somewhere else. And then another side story about a detective and some homeless man and a death, but because I'm in the middle of a story, I don't know what the hell that's about. Right. And it gives Gideon's backstory. He was more in the, it looks like he was in the pirate type days uh, on a ship and uh, gives his backstory because they're all talking to Cannonball and uh, Cannonball agrees to help him. It looks like that, that new character ends up dying, but he doesn't die. He just had, he like exploded himself and he's still breathing. I don't know why they want Cannonball still. Like, I don't know what he has to offer him, but he agrees to help him. And uh, him and, I mean, Boom Boom witnesses the whole thing. And uh, I, I guess he's going to separate from the team is what's happening. Uh, the other interesting thing is there's some angry people in the back because Sunspot's not being featured anymore. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, it was. It, I was entertained uh, for sure, because I I forgot Cannonball was immortal. And I, I I forgot I, that was. I kind of forgot about like I'm not surprised. Like I t- totally remembered when you said it, but yeah. Yeah, I, I forgot I, Gideon was and. Yeah, all these clown clowns because Gideon, I think, Gideon was a here with Deadpool. Yeah, I think he's a Liefeld creation. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, this was a, a pretty interesting comic. It was uh, by Fabian Nasiza, which uh, Rob ultimately says he scripted it and then gave the dialogue and stuff to Fabian. So like he's he's pretty animate about that. Yeah. And uh, the artist was a guest penciler, Paul Pelletier. So that was pretty cool. If you know Paul Pelletier's art. He does is, a damn cool. good domino, that's for sure. <laughs> I was waiting for her to come out of the hot tub, but she never did. <laughs> so how did you pick this one? I just, just uh, I just randomly went to my Marvel books and just said, oh, okay, I'll pick this. Did you read it digitally? No, I read it uh, physical. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And I don't have the next one, so like I I have 39. I might have 38, but if it is, it's these were ones that I picked up cuz I was missing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I had never read this before. Yeah. How is your um how is your cutting cuz we talked I teased you the other day. How is your cutting back doing? Are you still are you still doing that? Or, or no? It's it's a little bit there. Like I don't get it. Like that new Mar Avengers book, I'm not getting all out Avengers and stuff uh-huh. like that. Like the new stuff, I'm being more uh, picky because yeah. I can read it digitally. Um, but then I picked up Midnight Sun, so I don't know. Like. I haven't, I, I've picked what, I, I've been more picky, but I have uh, picked some new stuff up. So, yeah, it's still quite a bit. It's, uh, I I am struggling hard, like, because I, we, I really need to get mine, and you know that, you know, I don't get nearly what you get, but I, I really need to get mine cut back just for, you know, financial, like we could be using that money for other things and stuff like that. Obviously, yeah, two, for, you know, for wine, and for wine. Yeah. Um, but you, you know, could, I mean, you, it, you could be drinking hard. wine right now if it wasn't for your comic books. You're not kidding. I don't have, a, <laughs> I don't have a bottle in the house. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Mike, it's, it's tough. I mean, you know that it's tough. It's, it's tough to cut back, like psychologically cut back on. Stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rough. And you know, I'm looking at this stuff, and I'm like, well, I'm I'm enjoying all these. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, where am I cutting back? If like something I just absolutely didn't like, well, then I wouldn't I, I would stop buying it anyhow. But I, I'm enjoying all this. Stuff. <laughs> like, where's yeah. my cut back? It's it's so hard. It's so hard. I, I I've been trying to be more picky too, because. It's like you said, it's tough sometimes when I'm buying stuff and I'm enjoying it, I want to drop it. So then it's just a matter of, do I just, I'm just more picky with the newer stuff, but I'm the same way with you as you, 
in that if something just looks like something that's up my alley or whatever, I still yeah. want to try it out. But, like, I, I did some. Like, I'm not getting... I mean, there's there's books that I really want to get, but I'm not getting, like, X-Men Red and X, Immortal X-Men and Exterminators and, like, a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I've just kind of, like, severed. Um, yeah. Because I figured I, I could still read it, uh, but... I am getting like X-Men proper and some of the like X factor, the, the stuff that didn't end or get renumbered. Yeah. yeah. Cause I like really liked Marauders, but then I was like, should I try the new Marauders? And I mm-hmm. did. And I was like, Oh, I probably, I probably can wait and read that later. Yeah. So yeah. like I, I have made cuts. It just where, where there are cuts, I find other things to, replace them yeah. like i'm real big on opus comics right now like they're they're making really good like frank frazetta comics and um rock and roll comics but they're like rock and roll fiction in other words fiction inspired by the lyrics of the bands and i i'm i'm really enjoying that Mo- mostly for the art but the stories have been really interesting so like i i've been if I cut in there, well, I picked up an opus. So, like, I, I'm not really, <laughs> yeah, you're not, not really saving. saving. And then yeah. DC, they've had some, like, mild months where they haven't, like, added a bunch. Um, but this next one, man, it's like Batman number one, Penguin number one. I mean, it's like yeah. a whole bunch of Batman titles. See, like that's, that's what I find myself doing is that I – if it's if it's a new title or like more in a continuity type thing, I'll be more likely to pick it up on that Batman side. For all of the so many of those minis that like oh we're gonna show tell this story we're gonna tell that story or whatever. And maybe it's in continuity, maybe it's not. It doesn't even make a difference. But it's just like a side story. I, I I've been doing my best not to pick up all that stuff. But and, you know what? Like World's Finest isn't in continuity and it's awesome. It's not. I no, look at Batman's. I mean, oh, look at the oval on Batman's chest. Well, yeah, I thought it was just set in the past. It's in. Well, it could be in the past, but it's way in the past. I mean, yeah, if I you look at the way the the Doom Patrol's designed and oh, I totally agree. Hal Jordan, like I just assumed that he's telling a story that is still relevant, but it's from the past. It could be. I don't know. It seems like it stands on its own to me. Um, We've never seen these uh, mystical uh, Chinese characters that they introduced or this other guy. So I I don't know. It it seems like it's doing its own thing. It it seems like it's deceased or um, the other one, the medieval one, um, Mm -hmm. the the Dark Knights. Steel Knights or whatever the heck that thing's called. It, yeah, it's, I can't it, remember what it's called it, either. It, it seems like it's doing its own thing, like it, Tom Taylor would do yeah. to me. And, and, and it's not—it's not, it's not even calling it, it out. Like it's weird. Like you—you'll you, see like Bruce, but you never see if it's Dick. Like they <laughs> haven't called Robin by name yet at all. I assume it's Dick Grayson. So did I. Uh, just based but, on like there's knows? a flashback and he's got his little tiny whiteies on, but then he's in <laughs> pants and 
Dick Grayson never wore pants. Right. Never. I mean, he no. went from the tiny whiteies to, or the green little fruit of malooms to, uh, yeah. to Nightwing. Yeah, but I've seen I've seen some of them retcon like when they're like in continuity when they're telling stories in the past. I've seen them retcon showing him in long, long pants as if he actually wore them. I'm like, yeah, he didn't wear those. He didn't wear it's, no long pants. No, he didn't wear any long pants. That was <laughs> Tim Drake. Not not even Jason Todd wore long pants. No, he did not. So so like uh, the the long pants came with Tim Drake. And and we know that, but I don't know if they're they were trying to retcon stuff or whatever. I well, I, I mean, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but to me, that book you don't have to buy anything else. And you know what? I'm sure I I, I agree and, with you. That, that but is but true. that that is fun because it feels like John Burns action comics. Because if you were reading like Superman, you didn't know if he was going to team up with Mister Miracle or Demon or you know from mm-hmm. what point to what point. And it seems like Batman and uh, Superman are kind of navigating the DC universe. Yeah, <laughs> fighting yeah. this bad guy. And, and 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 you're right. And I get that one. But like with so many of the other ones, I, I guess it's like, well, if I don't try it, I don't know what I'm missing. And, yeah. And but yet I can still go back and read it digitally, like after true, it's all true. True. I mean, six months from now, yeah. you can go read all of it. I mean, there might be some some that don't hit. I don't know if all their black label stuff is hit. Yeah, I don't but, know either. But uh, most of it, I mean, you you got an eighty-five percent coverage, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where so, where I mean, Marvel, it's, it's almost like you got everything, everything. except for Conan, their license what? stuff. But you could still read Ultraman, which I found is really bizarre. Oh wow, really? Yeah, you can read Ultraman because I'm reading it now on the app, and uh, because I've been getting into kaiju and all that <laughs> kind of weird stuff, you know, the robots. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know what their rules are. Yeah. I do like the Marvel Unlimited way better than the DC one. The DC one doesn't. It doesn't. They don't seem to add a lot of old stuff like Marvel does. Like every week, Marvel adds. New and old, and then DC adds like, okay, here's the new icon and static, and that's about it. Just the stuff or that Captain is now Carrot. six months old or whatever. Yeah, right? Captain Carrot, but they <laughs> they don't they don't add like a bulk like like you get like a bunch of spectacular Spider-Man issues coming out on the Marvel app, and DC just like trickles out the old stuff. That's too bad. Yeah. And I canceled my uh, other one, at least until um, I use it again, the Comixology Unlimited. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, you, know what, you know what? You know what? You know what? I hate. Time. Well, I hate. I I love the price on that, and I usually can find what I'm looking for. But I hate it. I hate the interface because I want to be able to look at just what they are offering me not not mm-hmm. the stuff that i can buy because right. i can't buy it from the app anyway on my <laughs> ipad right so it's like you're right i don't want to see that stuff i go to the <laughs> web and see that like don't show me what i can't have yeah that is just dumb. just show me 
and then I wish it had a better algorithm. Like what what seems like what they try to do is they here's all the exclusives that you can get only on Comixology Unlimited, and, and they give you a whole roll of that, but they don't give me like we just added this stuff and this right. you know like I have to go find it like aggressively find it and it it sucks. Um, so that app I don't like. Yeah, that's I, I've I've heard bad things about it altogether. So I mean, since Amazon kind of redesigned it, I got yeah. I mean, I can on the website now. I can find exactly what I want and buy, but I have to be on my computer or a web browser. Right. Yeah, exactly. So they they fix they fix that mess so I don't get like Spider Man socks or you know like <laughs> this toy or. Yeah. stuffed animal anymore but <laughs> it's just crazy well i think i'll go to my next one then all right <clears throat> so i am going to uh the next one is marvel spotlight number 24 and this features the son of satan ah uh, my favorite demon yeah so what uh, was the number on that 24 24 I bought these in college. I remember buying every single Marvel Spotlight and uh, every single Son of Satan issue. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, this is brother versus sister. Yeah, and his sister Satana is must Satana. Destroy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this was this was a good one. Um, Chris Claremont is the uh, writer, and Sal Busema is the artist. So definitely a good one. Um, and we start out with this, uh, this girl. She's probably uh, in her early 20s, maybe 19. Um, she's uh, fallen in with um, the Church of the Dark Father. She's a practicing Satanist. She thinks she's a witch and a big shot. Uh, however, she's really nothing more than an amateur and she's decided that she's going to conjure a demon from hell um so she's inside of a pentagram and she's casting some sort of a summoning spell and uh shortly after uh she starts feeling a presence and she's like wait what's going on and she's starting to feel pain and she starts uh she's starting to feel like she's being burned and she's like this isn't right i'm inside the pentagram i'm not supposed to be able to be hurt um, I'm supposed to be safe. Help me, help me. And, and bam, just like she's overcome, she collapses. Um, shortly after, her body gets up, and it's a different voice saying that she's free. She's free. Cathara is free after 10,000 years. Um, Cathara is the mother of demons, and she um, is back on the earth after, um, after all of this time. Her ranting has drawn uh, the attention of another practicing Satanist in the church, and he walks in and says, what are you doing in here, Gloria? Didn't the uh, elders warn you about not summoning, doing summoning spells on your own? And uh, you know, Cathara says, aye, they warned the sow human, warned her too late, and uh, eye beams shoot out from her and zap the man directly in the chest and he starts growing older and older until he turns into dust and she laughs. Um, so we, we cut away to uh, Damon Hellstrom and 
uh, Dr. Catherine Reynolds, who's a professor at Paris of uh, parapsychology. And they're um, at the airport in St. Louis, and he is um, getting on the plane and uh, thanks her from uh, earlier um, issues for helping him out. And uh, it is very clear to us that Dr. Catherine has feelings for Damon, but if he has any of his own, he keeps those to himself. He's very cold. He gets on the plane and flies away. Um, and he bring and as he's on the plane, he uh, pulls out a letter that he received from a uh, Lewis Hefford about his um, daughter Gloria and how Gloria has kind of gone astray and um, and that uh, he hopes that perhaps um, they, he can he can help them out now. The reason why Damon is, is um, deciding to do this is that he drifts back in thought and remembers when um, him and his sister were separated and he was sent to an um, – or the sister was sent uh, – uh, who was sent to the orphanage? No, yeah, Damon was sent to the orphanage. And he had only had one true friend there, and it was the doctor at the orphanage, who is this Lewis Hufford. And um, he actually got to um, be – uh, friendly with the whole family, including his um, his wife and his young daughter Gloria, and um, he actually uh, Damon actually entered the priesthood um, for a short period of time um, before he uh, real found out who he really was as the son of um, Satan himself, um, and he has uh, he'd never seen his sister since that separation, and. Um, but he had learned later that um, Satan had taken um, her back to hell and she became a demon succub succubus um, called Satana, the devil's daughter. So you get all of that background information. And um, he's like, if, if there's anyone that I'm willing to help, it's definitely um, doc Dr. Uh, uh, what's his name? I just lost it again. Um, Hefford. So, so anyhow, um he uh he gets to Los Angeles and um we cut away quickly to uh Satana herself and she is um meeting a, um an older man and uh, uh she uh starts kissing him and he's like oh what do you, what do you what do you think you're doing and uh she's like I'm taking your soul so he's like just dissolves into a husk and she steals his uh, soul away. And just at that moment, um, uh, uh, Damon um, Elstrom shows up and she offers to kiss him as well, saying, you can't resist me. And he's like, first of all, they're brother and sister. I'm like, what's going on there? But um, I don't know. Is there a comics code authority on that one? <laughs> You would, you would think that there should be, right? He's like, well, you think, you, well, you think you you can't say zombie, but uh, you could have the the son of Satan on there, and then him kissing his sister. That's kissing his sister. Yeah. So you're like, you're, you're, you cannot. I just picture the Comics Code Authority, like, I don't know, a bunch of like sixty-five-year-old women. Yeah. <laughs> looking at it like verbatim, you know, just combing it like an editor and saying, oh, you. I'm going to not approve this. 
it's got zombie in it. But <laughs> this guy's gonna start with his sister, and that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's all that's right. Okay. Nobody cares about that, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, who cares? Hey, yeah. Whatever. Um. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. So you're right. He he uh he says or she says you can't resist me, brother. You cannot. In a moment, it will all be over. And uh, he says, no, you dare, succubus. And um, so anyhow, uh, he, uh, she says, a wrong tense. Uh, or she, uh, he, no, he says, my, my soul's not yours for the taking. And she says, wrong tense, brother. Your soul's already been taken. <laughs> and you see him falling into the devil's mouth. And then suddenly he wakes up on the plane. So he was having a terrible nightmare. <clears throat> Which explains how, like, it's just like they got together like that. It just it makes sense. And um, so he gets off uh, uh, off the plane, and um, meeting him at the uh, airport is Gloria. So Gloria is very, very buddy buddy with um, with Damon, saying, "Oh my God, I haven't seen you in ages." Dad phoned and said to meet you. I'm so glad that I did. And she's like, "Oh," and he's like, "You look well." And um, and, you know, she goes right out and says, you know, I'm a member of the Church of the Dark Father. And he's like, I know. And she says, well, you know, most of us, it's just, it's just, we don't take it seriously. It's just for fun. But about six months ago, this new woman joined the church and, uh, and this woman, this other woman was murdered. And all this stuff is like referenced with editor's notes. So like a lot of this stuff uh, happened in other comics. Like I would have just thought this was like a story for the, for the, for the comic, but there's a thing for that references uh, this other woman being killed and they say, you know, see haunt of horror number three. So it's like, they're literally, you know, pulling from uh, all this other information. And, um, Gloria, um, starts driving, uh, Damon, they get in the car and they say, you know, she takes the church too seriously. She's gotten the dark hold rights, blood rights, sacrifices. Um, she's got this weird power over men. Like they were slaves and she's like, I'm scared of what's going on. It's not fun anymore. It's evil. And he's like, well, this woman, what's her name? And he sa- and she says, she calls herself Satana. So I'm reading this. I'm like, boy, Gloria's acting like back to normal, like she's a normal person. Um, we cut away to St. Paul's uh, Cemetery. And uh, it's, uh, it's a private um, cemetery for Roman Catholic priests. And you find Satana there in front of um, in front of a gravestone from a from a priest, and apparently this man had saved her her life at one point, and had shown her that yes she is um, the daughter of Satan, but she's half human as well. And um, suddenly there's Damon behind her saying, "Oh, that's very touching." And um, she says, oh, my God, I haven't seen you in, in such a long time. What brings you to Los Angeles? And he says, you do. And um, and he's like, I've come about Gloria Hefford. And uh, Satana says, oh, that child, you're wasting my time. That child doesn't mean anything to, to me. Um, and so anyhow, he, they, they, start, they start going at it and that, you know, he's, he's an exorcist. He's, he goes around and performs exorcisms and stuff and and Satan's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, you don't know what I'm talking about. Like, you you killed a man, a, um, a friend of Gloria Hefford's, um, and you took his his soul. And 
she's like, well, I don't, I have no idea what you're, what you're talking about. I've never even met this man. And so he accuses her of being a liar, brings out his pitchfork and, um, and hits her with it. And they start fighting. And suddenly Satana notices that for whatever reason, their power had been equal before, but now his is very strong compared to hers. And he unleashes the next um, hellfire boat at, bolt at her and um, it cons- the fire surrounds her and consumes her. And as far as um, Damon can see, she has disappeared into dust and has died. So he's very upset that he had to kill his own sister, but he didn't. He, he's like, I, he had no choice. Um, and as he starts walking away, he's like, this is very confusing. None of this made any sense. Um, He's like, I didn't mean to kill her. I didn't want to, but it was like I had no choice. Someone's making me do it. But who and why? And um, he starts talking about Gloria and that Satana was a threat. And he starts to realize what's going on. And he goes back into um, where he was staying. He's like, Gloria, are you here? And all of a sudden, like her head pops out from nowhere and says, I'm here. And she says that she is um, Cathara, the mother of of demons and he he's knocked out <clears throat> when he when he wakes up he's um uh, at uh the, at the church and he's inside of a pentagram and uh she's she says you know I'm going to rule this this world forever um I have slain 12 men and I need to slay one more and with your death um no power on earth will be able to to uh come against me um and uh and then and then she she goes out um uh, she goes on to say and you know you thank you for taking care of satana um it was it was not just your power but i've aided you with some spells of my own which is why he was so much powerful than satana um and she brings out a blade and is about to strike um and kill uh kill him and suddenly satana appears on the door and they don't understand why uh, she's still alive. But um, Satana breaks Damon free. He reaches his um, his trident, and um, the two of them start battling. Um, uh, Cathara, Cathara summons all these monsters and demons to fight against them, and they're they're pretty much all surrounded. And uh, so it, what it turned out is that, and I don't know how much you, you know about this. I didn't know about it at all. But um, Satana and, and Cathara are fighting uh, face-to-face, and, and Satana's pretty much overwhelmed. But she can summon a ba- the basilisk within her. Um, I, I didn't know about this, but I don't know that much about the character. And so she says that she summon, summons that, and... Um, uh, she says, "Come, come forth and slay." And sure enough, like nothing changes in terms of what we can see. Um, it's still Satana, but she's like possessed by this, by this creature almost, this this hell creature that um, goes right through Cathara's body and totally obliterates her. And um, we find out that Satana, um, that's how she survived the attack um, that Damon had on her as well by summoning the basilisk. However, um, 
it 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 saves her life at, at, at a cost. And at some point, um, when she does um, summon the basilisk again, at some point, she is going to she will end up uh, dying. Um, and so they they start they're talking to each other, Damon and Satana, and he kind of reaches out to her, uh, trying to um, uh, apologize for everything that's happened, and she doesn't want to hear it basically slaps his hand away and is like, you know, the next time we meet, I'm going to be taking your soul and laugh and, and I'll laugh as I take it. And uh, she walks away. So he, he had the last panel of him just uh, standing there alone in the, in this desolate uh, area. So I don't know. Did you know anything about this basilisk power that Satana had? No, I mean, I, yeah. I probably did. I don't remember it. I've, yeah, re- I've yeah. read all those like, in 1994, <laughs> I don't know. It's been a while. You don't remember, <laughs> you don't remember from 1994, mm-hmm. huh? <laughs> no, I don't. I used to. This is a fun one, though. <clears throat> yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. So, um, I picked this. This was this this one here was from a quarter bin. I mean, a 50 cent bin. And I didn't have it, and it was an acclaim comic, and it's called Neo. It doesn't have a Valiant uh, logo on it or anything, so it's outside of the Valiant. But what's very interesting about this is the letters page in the back. One of the questions says, it's it's uh, 20 questions with uh, Sean Bur- Burry. He's the writer of this. Uh, the art is uh, Joe St. Pierre. Inker is Don Hillsman. But uh, the question is, Joe St. Pierre, uh, sorry, how did Neo as a project come about? Joe St. Pierre approached Acclaim with a rough proposal for a revamp of Rye, the old Valiant hero. I was brought in to flesh it out, and one big wig decision led to another, and it was decided to divorce the concept from the Valiant universe and make the property stand on its own. All was fine except the book's title. Uh, it took Joe and I what seemed like months to find a new name for the book. Originally, it was Rye. It was R.A.I. which stood for Rogue and Artificial Intelligence. But uh, it had to be changed for obvious reasons. Joe and I reached a compelled list of Japanese names, words, gods, etc. All we knew that we wanted to be able to turn the word into an acronym... And it was uh, Joe that initially found the word NEO, which is Japanese for guardian. I knew right away that that was our title. The acronym stands for Neurotech Intelligence Organism. But this is fascinating because it reads like an acclaim revamp of a character. So really? when, I, when I was reading this, I was like, ah, this is like Rye. Why is this not Rye? But I didn't read the letters paid for, first. Yeah. But um, Neo is the droid. Uh, Corbin is like a military guy that is has this scientist, uh, Kimbi, making these artificial intelligence droids to replace the human army. So the droids will become an army. Jamu is the son of two scientists that are working on the droids. Max is the scientist that does all the work. And... Uh, this takes place in 2110 Japan. So even, you know, the concept of 
mother and father and all the other stuff you want to talk about and and rye is here like if, i i would say if you're a valiant completist you need to read this you need to find I've it never, i didn't and you need to read it happened. i i thought it was like image that's fascinating yeah this is uh good stuff but um so it takes place in the future and that military guy is talking to the guy who owns the company and he doesn't want to lose like full control of humans being in the military he wants them to be involved and this other guy is like no they're going to all be artificial intelligence and they're kind of dumb right now but we have this new you know neo uh prime unit that's going to be the next evolution of artificial intelligence and there's two scientists that are working on her along with max and they have a careless son like this this kid is just annoying and <laughs> he's hover, hoverboarding inside of the lab and the one military guy just grabs him he he actually is a cool character you think the military guy would be an asshole but he's not he's he saves the kid and says you know you need to go outside and the parents are like really pissed off because he shouldn't be hoverboarding in there Max sort of gets into this virtual reality machine where she could get into the Neo's brain and sort of program it. So she's actually gets attached to to the brain while that's happening. The boy feels rejected by his parents and he's like, it's all this robot's fault. So I'm going to break in there at night and I'm going to destroy this robot because then maybe my parents will pay attention to me. And uh, he gets in there and he sees uh, somebody try to kill Max. Like he sees the owner of the company kill Max. Like while she's on her, her VR machine attached to uh, the robot, the guy pulls all the stuff out and puts her in a coma and kills Max. So the boy sees all that. He witnesses it and then takes off on his hoverboard while this other angry uh, corporate dude is chasing him and he's like i gotta find him before he gets to his parents and and kill him uh, meanwhile the the guy that is in the military um sees him running in the street his name is corbin corbin sees him running in the street and picks him up and he's like you know i'll take you home and uh that 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 one corporate guy is going to uh hide the body of max because she's now dead and they kill the husband so they send assassins to the scientist place they kill the husband and the mother and now it's just the kid that's left and it seems when all is all all hell's breaking loose at the house that Corbin's trying to protect the kid, but Neo comes crashing in when the robots are there to kill him and protects him. And that's why, you know, if we read the letters page first, Neo is guardian. So I think she's going to be the guardian of this, this boy now that he lost both parents, but she's totally a robot. And this is, <laughs> this was like a really cool surprise because if you read the acclaim, valiant universe you know they they revamped i thought they revamped shadowhawk for the better i mean not shadowhawk uh, shadow man 
yeah. I thought they made him more interesting and darker for sure with Zero. And uh, they they changed the idea of Exo Man of War. It was no longer a barbarian guy. It was more of a military guy merged with the, and they did they did change all the titles. So I like I don't this it makes no sense why this didn't become Rai. So like yeah, because right. they were revamping it all anyway. So like it, it this was awesome to find out. Like I was like really like I claim I had all the Valiant comics. Well now. Now I have all the Valiant comics <laughs> because <laughs> I was missing this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like I said, I had no idea. Um, I, I just looking at the cover just quickly. Yeah. Without paying attention, I would have just thought it's just like a like an image. I mean, it obviously, it's a claim. Well, I thought it was a video game. That's what I first thought. Like, okay, this yeah. is. Because in the back, of, they don't have a lot of advertisements in here, but they have a Quantum and Woody advertisement. Because you got to remember, they came up in the Acclaim years, Quantum and Woody. Yep. And they have a Turok um, ad for Turok Shadow Man. Mm-hmm. Which w- that's when they were printing it into the uh, magazine format. Oh, and, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And they had one other ad. They had... They had a uh, ad for um, the Shadow Man uh, video game coming out from on Nintendo 64. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. I really, I really enjoyed this one. And then when I read the back matter, I, I liked it even more. <laughs> I was like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, they had a. Um, this, I think this was a four-issue limited series called Dead Side by Paul Jenkins and Ashley Wood. That was a shadow man that focused on the dead side. So they had another uh-huh. ad in there. So, oh, okay. yeah, this was... I don't know why they decided not to do it. Because there wasn't there wasn't a Rye in the uh, Acclaim universe. It, it, is, it is odd that they revamped all those other ones. Wouldn't they have assumed... That they would have had more sales. Oh, I think they would have got more sales if they made it rye. Right. They, that's yeah. what I. That's what I mean. Like, why? Why the decision to just divorce it from the Valiant universe? It makes no logical time. sense unless they have plans for rye, and I don't think they did. Yeah. Because yeah, there wasn't weird. any rye that I can remember in the Acclaim universe. If there was, no. it was Unity 2000. You know. Yeah. But that didn't even finish. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. That's pretty cool, though. I have one more, Mike. All right. So what I've got uh, to go along with with my little theme here is I Marvel Team-Up number 81. And it features Spider-Man and Zatanna. Hey, there you go. Mm-hmm. And again, it's written by Chris Claremont. So I don't know if uh, were they really wordy? Of... Oh yeah. Pretty... yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know if he had a an investment in in her sto- telling her story or what. Um, but yeah, it's just funny that like these are these are comic books that are you know years apart um, between the Sun and Satan one. 
and uh, this Marvel team up. It's like four years later. Um, and, you know, it just so happens he's writing it again. So it was, I thought that was interesting. Um, so he's writing it, and Mike Bosberg is the penciler. Uh, we, we, we pick up again. Um, I'm guessing the previous issue might have been Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Um, anyhow, we have Clea and Satana uh, at the Sanctum Sanctorium. Um, they are trying to track um, Doctor Strange down. Doctor Strange has been turned into a werewolf um, previously, and they need to get him. They need to transform him back. Uh, they still have a chance. However, once he actually um, kills somebody and tastes human blood, he is a werewolf from, from that point on. So they, they're on a clock here. Um, and uh, they're just, they're, they're doing what they can. So um, we, we change over to uh, an airport and uh, Spider-Man and Wong are at the airport. They had um, previously um, tried to uh, help a plane that the there was a werewolf um, on the plane and it attacked the pilot and there was a crash. Um, and so uh, the cops and the firefighters want to start talking to them and suddenly they're teleported back to uh, the sanctum, and it wasn't long, um, but it was Satana. She introduces herself and says that you know she is Satan's daughter. However, she's coming to them as a friend, and they know that um, Stephen Strange has been cursed, and uh, her and Clea need to uh, are trying to rescue her. so ba rescue him. So basically, that's what this whole uh, story entails is uh, you see uh, Satana casting some spells as to where um, Doctor Strange could be. Uh, he, it turns out he's, um, he's at, a, at a local hospital, um, and uh, they send Spider-Man in that direction. Um, he uh, actually does encounter uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is, is wearing his full uniform, but he is uh, a wolf man. And uh, this, so they start fighting, and um, and, and and actually they manage. He, he does manage to to capture him. He captures him. He knocks him out by giving putting him in a half Nelson, and uh, webs him up with a ton of web fluid because they need to bring him back obviously to the sanctum so they can um perform a, a ritual to to change him um back into human so spider-man makes his way back there um satana is hovering in the air when he gets there and she is creating a pentagram um she tells um spider-man to get inside the pentagram with her and bring um dr strange as well and um, the flames start going up, and she starts uh, casting her spell. He asks where Wong and Claire are, and she says they, uh, they, she sent them both um, to another part of the house for safety, and it's just going to be um, uh, the two of them uh, doing this. So what 
Um, what Spider-Man needs to do is he needs to um, keep Doctor Strange under control. He's still a, he's still a werewolf. Um, he's still unconscious at this point, but if he wakes up, um, he must stay inside that circle. He can't he can't and he's going to try to escape if he wakes up. So got to keep him still. In the meantime, um, she is is going to um, battle on the astral plane to free his soul. So, sure enough, that's that's what uh, starts happening. Um, she uh, show, goes into the astral plane and unexpectedly is surrounded by demons. Um, so she starts her battle. In the meantime, Doctor Strange wakes up and he starts struggling, and uh, he's he's trying to get out of the web cocoon and he's actually ma- making some rips in the in the cocoon. Um, Satana back in the astral plane sees up uh, farther ahead a a crystal um, cage that has a glowing um, blue ball in it that is Doctor Strange's soul. So she needs to get there. And uh, Spider-Man in the real world is re-webbing Doctor Strange over and over again, but he's shredding it almost as fast as um, he can web him up. So it's, it's becoming quite a struggle. Uh, Satana is being totally, totally overwhelmed by demons, just uh, basically crowding her around her, keeping her from moving um, forward. Soon enough, Spider-Man runs out of web fluid and now is just holding on to um, uh, to Doctor Strange uh, as, as, as hard as he can, and he's really, really starting to uh, to get free. And um, Satana realizes he's, she's very close, but she, she's she's just there's totally she's totally surrounded. She's she's not going to make it. She's not going to make it in time. Um, so she's like, you know what? She's like, this is I, I only have one choice. Um, I've had a good and bad side uh, my whole life. Um, it only comes down to one decision, um, and you know I I I need uh, to finally do the right thing and and Stephen Strange is important he needs to survive this um for the sake of himself and and in all likelihood you know humanity for all of the things that he'll be able to do for them in the future so um she makes the final decision to release the basilisk again and she does it basically pushes all of those demons like as if there was a huge explosion centered on satana and they'll go flying away from her it's um left her extremely weak but she can still uh she's now close enough she can still shatter the uh <clears throat> the crystal cage which she does and um steven's uh strange's soul is 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 free However, from behind the actual, um, uh, the the actual like spirit of the basilisk is there, and does and and puts an end to to to, to Satana, and uh, back in the real world, um, Wong and Clea come running back in. They see that Stephen is back to normal, or actually, they don't know for sure. They see that Stephen is not looking like a werewolf. Um, however, they grab, they have a gun with the silver bullets just in case. And they look, they're like, no, he's, he's okay. He's cured. He's cured. 
and um, and Clea is holding Stephen Strange, and 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 Stephen is like, oh my God, I I remember, and he turns and looks at um, looks in Spider-Man's direction. Spider-Man is on the on the ground uh, cradling Satana, and he says she didn't make it, Doc. And um, she and says, you know, one second she came out of her trance and she smiled at me, and she looked happy, and then she fell in my arms and died. And um, Stephen said, yes, I, I saw it on the astral plane. She actually gave her life uh, for mine. Uh, Spider-Man doesn't understand it, saying, well, she said she was the devil's daughter, and you know. Uh, Stephen just says, "Listen, you know she had both sides, and she decided to uh, to ignore the devil side, and she decided to live on her on her own terms. And um, you know, we hope that you know in times to come we'll all have the same courage that she has." And then it says, um, at the end, it says, "Satana Halstrom, born 1954, died 1979." And that was it. It was really good. Cool deal. Yeah, all all uh, supernatural themes, That's all right. all Marvel and all in the the Chris giveaways, right? All in the Chris giveaways, all all Marvel, all yeah, and all mystical. It was a marvelous mystical Christopher morning. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it was a good, that that was. Uh, uh, the two Claremont ones were great. Uh, they were just really, really well done. Cool. Yeah. So uh, my last one is uh, Avatar's number one from Avatar. Is this the James Cameron Avatar or is this no, the uh, this cartoon is... Avatar, the last Airbender? Neither. This is oh. uh, this is from Avatar Publishing. So uh, the people Avatar that do Publishing. Crossed. Oh, okay. And uh, damn the unharmable and all those books. Mm-hmm. This is from Avatar and uh, what time frame is this? This is uh, 1998. Do you have the nude cover? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Uh, I have the, just the regular cover A. I still need to get number two. This is way better than I expected it to be. Um, I I've been trying to buy a lot of the avatar books from this i came on to avatar uh much later than this in the 2000s kind of like when crossed was coming out and mm-hmm. down the inharmitable and gravel and all the warren ellis and necronomicon by alan moore because they had garth ennis they had alan moore they had warren ellis they had all the great writers yeah. writing for them and that's when i kind of jumped on um this was the bad girl phase before it had all the great writers and uh, they had like Pandora threshold. Um, these are hard books to find oh, for one oh, Barb, thing. Bless you. Bless you, Barb. Yeah. She tried to run away and uh, <laughs> she wasn't successful. Oh, well. Yeah. It wouldn't be a Sunday morning podcast without Barb contributing uh, with her sneezing. (laughs) Uh, They had like raw media. Um, These the raw media books are so hard to find. Um, Faust, you know, there there was there was some stuff coming out that very difficult to. uh, If you try to track these down, you won't find them on my comic shop. You won't even find them 
on eBay, you just have to kind of like luck out. Sometimes they show up and sometimes they don't. Yeah. But this had Pandora. She was probably the most successful one that came out of this batch. Um, Threshold was another character. They do have nudity, but not a lot of sex. Like this isn't like a boundless book. This is, um, you might see like a, a breast scene or something like that, but that's about it. That's yeah. as far as this goes. This isn't the crossed. Uh, I've never read crossed. It is so good. It is probably one of the best uh, zombie comics you could possibly read. So crossed itself looks very short, and then there's crossed Badlands. Yeah. That lasted a long time. Yeah. Okay. So what's uh, what's what's the difference? Crossed, it, it, uh, crossed Badlands was like an ongoing. Uh huh. And uh, Crossed wasn't meant to be an ongoing. Like Garth Ennis oh. started it, and uh-huh. at the time you re- read it, it was like, wow, this is. This is pretty out there. Like it's it's really violent and sexual and stuff. And then you read the guys that came after him, and you're like, man, Garth Garth was tame. These <laughs> other these other guys kind of like cut loose. <laughs> but uh, it 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 is a really like you can get a across a bundle probably if you can get you know how they still advertise in there. Yeah. It's worthwhile if you could get like the first arc and see if you like it, sure. but uh, it, you would have to either get that or Badlands and see if see see if you enjoy it. But you get you'll you'll get hooked because the art is like amazing and they have these like European artists and it's like hyper detailed. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, the, I mean the art on the covers very cool. very realistic uh, yeah. art. It's a lot. It's really violent, so you don't want to leave this on the coffee table. And yeah. there's a lot of like the, the crossed are like what if you lost? Uh, it's like a zombie book, but not. It's like something happens on Earth where if you had the id, the the what is it? The super ego and the what's the other one? The ego. The ego, and you lost the super ego, the thing that controls, you know, all your yeah. national, your natural impulses. Then you and become you only the... Had like the, the, the uh, you only had the id left? Yeah, you only have the id left, and it's just like oh. desire, what what you need to do to survive, like eat, you know, you need to eat, or yeah. have sex, or, you know, like stuff like that. That's what the crossed is. So You know, cro- there's a movie on Shudder yeah. called The Sadness, uh-huh. Um, and Martin, and I agree with him, it's very, very similar to that concept. Oh, I gotta check it out. Except, God, yeah, I, I hate that app so much. It's the sadness. Yeah. Um, it's it's is it Japanese or Korean? It's it's one or the other. It's either Japanese or Korean. Um, but uh, it's it, it, so it says a, a young couple trying to reunite amid a city ravaged by a plague that turns its victims into deranged, bloodthirsty sadists. Yeah. And and along with like the um the sex too. And it's so weird it's, too because the. Whatever this disease is, it like causes a cross to form on the face, where mm. it, the, the it's like if you had a bunch of rash or cysts that just formed a cross on the face. So they actually you can tell if somebody's infected, but just like Walking Dead and other 
other series like that, mm-hmm. sometimes there's worse people that are not crossed. Right. Because the world, because of the, what the world turned into, some of the crazies that survive are much worse than if you ran across the crossed. So yeah, it's it's really worthwhile. They they even had a bundle Dan the Un- Dan the Unharmable. That is really good. Um, I highly recommend that. If if mm-hmm. if you're still browsing like the the previews, you could get like a bundle of one through four for really cheap, cheaper than it right. would cost you if you were buying them at the time. Really? But uh, yeah, they're like a, right, a dollar or two a dollar or two off. But I, I I would go cross before Dan, even though Dan the Unharmable is really really good, but uh, this is not that. And but it is really good. Um, I I've been getting into some of these other titles like uh, Threshold. I've been trying to get Raw Media, but man, those guys are. If you find them, they're like two hundred, three hundred dollars. <laughs> Kuda, I almost have a full run. That's Tim V. Hill. That's like his version of Conan the Barbarian and Pandora and Threshold. But uh, this is Avatars. I still need to seek out the second issue. What this is is, you know how the gods have that weird history where I think it was Kronos. or I, I don't remember who the god was that was Zeus's father, but... Oh, they, yeah, I think it was Kronos. They, they have that craziness where... The father has to take out the son has to take out the father because the father goes mad. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like yeah. the new gods and the old gods, right? Even the uh, dark side and stuff has that going on. Like the new gods had to take on take out their predecessors. Yeah. So it, it's very much in that vein is except now Zeus has gone nuts. So Atlas and Prometheus we're working for Zeus and they realize that Zeus is losing his marbles. Like he's turned into what much worse than Kronos. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they have to try to assemble a team. So they go, you know, they, they go to the, the God of the wine. I forget what his name is. Um, they go to the furies. They, they just try to recruit Pandora. Um, all kinds of different characters and they are going to try to take out Zeus and they have to go to Hades uh, to do that, to take out, to take out Zeus. He has an artifact that will help them kill Zeus. So that's what their whole goal is. They're trying to assemble a team to do that. And they pick up Perseus and Perseus still has the mask of Medusa so it, it's very if you're into like Greek mythology, you will like this. Like this is really good. It's right up your alley. It's black and white. Uh, the artist is is pretty good. Some panels are much better than the others, but it's by Barry Gregory and the art is by Albert Halasso. And um, yeah, it's it's like a crossover. It, it's it's Avatar's version of here's all our heroes that we have in our library. And now we're going to have this event that has all these characters in it, thresholds even in it. So yeah, that's what this is. And it was, it was way, way better than I thought it was like 
I thought it was going to be like some of the bad girl comic books, but it was written, it was written like I was reading like some kind of Greek mythology tale, you know, it was, it was <laughs> yeah. really, really good. And there's only two issues of that, huh? Yeah. That's too bad. I don't know. I was, I was going to check, uh, cause I saw, I saw um, Joe, our, our buddy Joe Crawford, post today uh, this title called Mask World Tour. I couldn't find it in our database. Mask? Do you have it in your database? It's just Mask? Yeah, you know the, the Mask, uh, Jim Carrey, Mask? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have that in your database? The mask. I I don't know that I have world tour. I wonder if it's yeah, just. Yeah, I can't find it anywhere in our database. So I, I don't I don't know where this title come from, but I can find it on my comic shop. The reason I'm really interested in it is this is, uh, the mask taking his way through barbed wire and X and ghost and do you know all the comics greatest yeah. world characters? So like. Yeah. I'm really, I really want this. Um, What's the, can you tell what the price is? Oh, yeah, they're man. like 240 each. They're really cheap. I found it. Where did you, what was it under? It's not really number one. It's, it's the mat. It's just the mask. It's the main title. Okay. And it's, it's issue number 10. Issue number 10. Oh yeah! Wow. It says number one of four on there, but it's really one, uh, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Oh, I'm glad you found it because I was like, I can't find this. I can't find it anywhere. But but like if you if I was to order it, it's just one through four on my comic shop. Oh really? So, so that means the Indicis, the whatever that thing is, has the yeah. has those numbers, you know, in it. Because yep. that's what they go by. But uh, finding it was, I couldn't find it. That's why I wanted you to look. <laughs> yeah, dri- it looks like dri- driving me crazy. I was like, how like the... every every mini they call something else and start with number one, but they just kept the actual numbering right through until what sixteen, seven, yeah, seventeen. Yeah. So like this, this is something I I really want because I'm trying to finish all of that universe. And uh, this, I didn't know these existed. The, no, to I ha- have the characters in it, so I'm like, yeah, I really want this. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But I've been trying to get all of these, because Liefeld left me into, you know, led me into the his Avatar books, because he had put like the Coven and Avatar and a couple others. Mm-hmm. And like Glory went to Avatar, written by Alan Moore. Can you believe that? Uh, it was <laughs> non-image. It was non-awesome, and it was non-arcade and or max maximum. It was yeah. Avatar. So for a whole year, Rob Liefeld's properties were at Avatar, and I tried wow. to get all those, and I I got I, I think I got pretty close to get completing all that, and then that got me into some of these weird titles like this and pandora and threshold but those are a little harder to to find but yeah i'm i I like this stuff that's cool yep 
I got a question for you. It's not comic book related, but uh, you know, I'm, I was on Amazon looking because I can't find crossed volume one anywhere except for a- on Amazon. Yeah. I checked in, saw trades. Um, but uh, do you have for your TV? Do you have any type of sound bar or anything? You just use the TV speakers. I have the sound bar. What kind do you use? I don't know, but I you're asking the wrong dude because I have a TV from. How old's our TV, Barb? It's pretty old, right? It's like first-generation smart TV. It's oh, probably okay. 10 years old, and we haven't replaced it. Barb's been looking at TVs, but it's just a Samsung soundbar. I was just curious. Oh, it's Samsung. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, I bought. I, I made a mistake at the beginning of the year because we really didn't want to spend the money. I found one that had good, like pretty good reviews on Amazon. But it was like a no. It's like a no-name brand, basically. Yeah, it just totally stopped working um, a couple, couple of days ago. So I got I got six I got about six months of use out of it before it um before it wow, died. Wow, that's just, yeah. My Samsung we had we bought with the TV, so it's going on yeah. 10, 10, 12 years. So. Well, I've got a Samsung TV too, so that's actually what I did. Is I just set aside on like my own wish list just so I wouldn't lose it. A Samsung, Samsung soundbar, yeah. you know, down the road, I'll, I'll buy one. Cause you know, if they're both the same company, I, I know that they'll work well together and stuff. So won't have, I, I had a lot of issues with it even before it stopped working. Like yeah. every once, once in a while it would stop recognizing that it was there. And uh, I'd have to keep playing with it until I actually got it to turn back on. It's, you know what? I mean, you get what you pay for. That's that's the bottom line. And I opted for something cheap, and that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, it's one of those things that you don't get warranties on because the cost to replace isn't that high. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I would, yeah. I mean, I I can't even remember what I spent on it. wasn't It wasn't a lot. Well, one of know. the reasons that I'm even willing to get a new TV is not to increase size, like. I'm sure Barb wants a bigger TV, but I, what I want to watch is have the apps. I want to have yep. like the, the smart TV that has all the apps on it. So yes. I don't like have like it, it has a built-in Fire Stick and whatever all that crap. So I don't have to Bluetooth Chromecast it because I I think like Shutter is terrible with that. <laughs> It is. I can I can watch a movie from beginning to end on Shutter app doing that, but I can't put closed caption on, and I can't I can't watch it like I'd want to watch it, and it usually takes me like six or seven times to even get it to cast without getting an error. Really? But, uh, yeah. So I I mean, there's like a lot of horror movies. Like this one sounds really interesting to me because if it's in the realm of Crossed, I I I would want to see it, but uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't used it for that whole reason, so that's too bad. Yeah, I have. I don't have trouble with like Disney or HBO no. Max or any of that stuff. No, I told you even with Shutter for me, and I have the. I don't have a Fire Stick. I have the actual Fire Cube that sits. You know, it acts like another Alexa and stuff yeah. like that. Um, even with that, is if if I'm watching a, a movie and then I turn it off or you know i just stop it or whatever and maybe to go back later on or it doesn't even make a difference but anyhow doesn't remember so many times it, 
no, it, it remembers, but there's so many times I go on and it says it can't play, it can't play, it can't play. I have to go to the apps and force it to stop, to close. Yeah. And then when I go back on, then I'm fine. But, I mean, that happens a lot where it just it won't play anything unless I go to the settings and force a stop on the app. The, the app doesn't, like, auto-stop. It just, I think, runs in the background until malfunctions. That sucks. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping to get away with that. Like get something that's just a little more stable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but uh, but uh, but I if it's if it's not, it's not. If I'm watching on my iPad, I can watch Shutter. I just don't want to watch on my iPad. I want to yeah, watch on the I, TV. So I don't blame you. Yeah, uh, but I, I I would recommend that Fresh movie. Yes, I wrote that one down. It, it, it kept I, it kept actually, uh, kept my attention tomorrow, so I might watch it tonight. Yeah, it's it's. Would you say it's kind of unique, fresh? It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's crazy. But uh, <laughs> you, I think you'll dig it. it. It's sort of more suspense, thriller, horror. Mm-hmm. But it, it's pretty freaky. Well, I'm, I, have a, I, I it sounds it sounds pretty strong cool, stomach so. though. You know what comic I really want, but it's like going so high right now is that Thor annual number one. I really want that first Hercules. So bad. Uh, oh, the old, old one? Yeah. Uh, of course. I have I have the now. second appearance of Hercules because that was in... Remember it jumped from Journey and the Mystery into Thor? Yeah. Well, I have that first Thor and it has Hercules fighting Thor. I'm but, looking at it right now. That's pretty cool. Yeah. the I want the I want the Thor annual, which is that first appearance. I did not of realize Hercules. That was his yeah. first appearance there. Hmm. And of course, it's. Well, it's it's a bad time to want it because of the Thor movie. Of course. Yeah. If it's like when I wanted to get Silver Surfer, Mephisto, and he never appeared in anything, but it was all speculation in Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You couldn't get it for a decent price because everyone just thought it was going to be yeah. a something. And the other it, one it, I need is uh, Silver Surfer, I think, uh, number that has Spider-Man on the cover. I think it's 14. Yeah, 14. Mm. And then I have a full run of Silver Surfer. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that, that movie you liked, did, did you like the Thor movie as well? Because I know you replied to to my thing, but you didn't say. Did you like it? I did. I did. It. I, I I was entertained for sure. I like the Jane Foster stuff uh, quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, I love Jane Foster. Yeah. So I thought that was, I, I thought that was really thing. well done. I thought the God Butcher was good. I, mm-hmm. Some of the things are really campy, but I was entertained. <laughs> yeah. It but was. Uh, I mean, there's it, no doubt about it, especially the first like half of the movie. It was very like there were parts that were very silly, but like was it crazy about the way they funny. portrayed um, Zeus for sure? Like he <laughs> he's, he he seemed like jerk, an orgy <laughs> infested clown, but yeah. Uh, other than that, I I sort of dug it. Like I I dug it, but in all fairness, when I saw Ragnarok, I didn't like it. But when I oh saw God. it a second time, I liked it. So I love Ragnarok. Oh, see, I didn't because the humor just... All, all I could think about at that time 
when I, when I watched it was, man, they really had the opportunity to do Planet Hulk and they they, they didn't, screwed yeah. it all up. But yeah. having watched it a second time, I feel very different. And the way I went to that movie is I watched all four all all uh, th- four movies back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought it worked really well for me watching them like that yeah because even the the tone of the movies changed but because i watched them all in order it it seemed to flow better you know i i don't know i I felt pretty different about it i mean my god we just we just watched the dark world with the kids and talk about a shift in tone i mean that thing that one's dark but i really like it like i really like it i love those ships because well they're not symmetrical at all and it's like how does this thing even fly but it's so freaking fascinating because of all the pillars and stuff yeah they're designed to like turn on the side and just take down stuff like it's like having a big buzz saw and take (laughs) taking down buildings it's like buildings it's so awesome yeah yeah, I'm, I'm glad you like the the new one. I uh, like I said. I mean, yeah, were there parts that were like got to be like way way like campy? Yeah, but overall, in, I thought it was good, and and I, I just I love Jane Foster Thor. I thought that that was just such a good run, such a different take yeah. on the character. You know what I mean? It, it kind of gave her a little bit more to her, just for the nature of the character and the fact that she was sick. Than just a guy that's just a god, you know. What and I, mean? I thought it's they, like, I thought they did her well. Yeah, uh, me too. I, I really liked her and Valkyrie kind of being like a buddy cop thing, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah, me too. And I like Thor for you know with his god hammer and stuff. It, it was pretty interesting. Or what's his, what's the hammer's name? I, I don't remember. I forget. Storm, is it Storm something? Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. That's actually Stormbreaker is actually um, what's his name's hammer. Uh, Stormbreaker. Beta, Beta, Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill. So it's not Stormbreaker. No, but it, it is Stormbreaker in the movies. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I I enjoyed it, and then the whole thing with this, you know, it made sense that the God Butcher was capturing this children, and then using that to to draw Thor out, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it too. I I, I just she's just uh, it a yeah, it was a good story. The actor that they get to play Hercules looked a little non-muscular <laughs> though. Like I was expecting this big old dude, you know? Like yeah, he's I pretty, he was pretty skinny. Yeah, but I I watched the the clips and it said Thor will return. So I I think it, it's interesting that they've made the four Thor movies so far. And, uh, you know, not as many Caps and not as many Ironmans, but... Uh, I, I agree. Because they made a boatload of money with Iron Man number three. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I, I loved it. But, I uh, thought it was fine. I liked it. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i surprised that they did it. I don't know if it's cost, but I, I know it, Iron Man 3 made more than, all the you know, the Thors did. Well, I think that I'm. A, what's his name? He just doesn't want to do it anymore. I don't think. Yeah, it could be. 
because I know they're doing Iron Heart now. But I don't. I think that's a Disney Plus. It's going to be a Disney Plus series. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, Thor's the only one that's kind of like stuck around from that first group. Yep. Doctor Strange, who knows, you know, because they yeah. they announced the new wave of, you know, the next wave is Fantastic Four leading to two Avengers movies in the same year. <laughs> oh, that's nuts. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to uh, Thunderbolts. Yeah, that one's going to be still in Phase 5, though. So. Yeah, yeah, but that's going to be interesting to see how they do that. I don't know if they're going to do it with the classic team, though. Like, I... I yeah. I don't know if they're going to throw it and do, like, something more modern, you know, like they've had. Yeah, there's no way to with tell. With Hawkeye I mean, and, I mean, Hawkeye can't. This, some of the stuff that they're doing with that, um, um, with Julia Louis-Dreyfus in the back, like, gathering uh, gathering substitutes, like, uh, like uh, U.S. Agent and yeah, I think, um, I think you know, some of the I, other ones. I, I think U.S. Agent's going to be a Thunderbolt. See, and I don't think I don't so. think he's ever been a Thunderbolt, but uh, yeah, I think I think I think they're going that route. That's what it's. And like. they already have Baron Zemo, so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it'll 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 be interesting. I I agree. And the new Black Panther movie, I think, is going to be awesome because it, it seems like that movie is going to be a tribute to the previous Black Panther and also the war. Between Atlantis, Wakanda, and Latveria, I'm making up the Latveria thing, just mm-hmm. based on speculation. But I think, I think that Doom War thing is gonna play out in this movie. Mm. I, I yeah, that that'd be interesting. I, I haven't learned that much about what's going on. That um, was a good storyline. Did you read that? Did you read the Latveria, Wakanda? No. Uh, Oh, it was, I know, it was I know really about good. it, but no, I didn't read it at all. Yeah, it was good. That's 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 pretty neat. Yeah, that'll be nice. Powerhouse countries against each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, well, I think we could wrap wrap this one up. Yeah, I guess so. I think yeah, we're, thanks we're for uh, doing this. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Usually it's me and you, <laughs> even though we have five now. But uh, at least we keep Maybe, the thing rolling. Keep it going. Hopefully in, in a couple of weeks we'll, well have Well, I think it's summertime, and I think it's, in, in your case, in uh, Joe's case, it's kids. Yeah, um, definitely. In uh, Kirk's case, it's probably church, kids, and family. Cause he's got, you know, his his wife and kids as well. So I don't like know what he does. His kids are a little older though, I think. Yep. I th- I think his oldest is older than your kids and older than uh, I, it Joe's seems kids. That way. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the next time if we and do then it, Chris we, is kind of right now uh, I'm, I'm just open so has activities on Sunday so. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like he's helping out his. His family, a lot yep. of stuff. So, well, you can reach Rob at Rob Krieger and me at Mike Myers Brunch, and find us at geekbrunchpodcast.com, and uh, go to Facebook and do the Geek Brunch Podcast. Click the like button, and that's about it. I really okay. want this Avatar number two, so if anybody could find it for me, um, I'd appreciate it. That's right. 
Yeah. Send the information your way. Yeah, I, I just, I just want to read it. It's only two issues, and I want to see how this God battle, you know, pans out, <laughs> which is exactly. kind of like going into the Thor stuff, but it's uh, more, <laughs> sure it's more of Atlas and the younger. It's the younger gods taking on the older gods again. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, take care, Rob, and uh, yep. we'll see you in two weeks, hopefully. Sounds good. Have a good rest of your weekend. All right. See ya. Bye.